This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we look back at the NCAA championships for women's rowing, track and field, and men's tennis. There are plenty of All-Americans to celebrate and more coming up on the Bates Bobcast. At the NCAA Women's Rowing Championships, Bates finished second overall this year to Wellesley, the sixth national runner-up finish in program history. But we begin this week's episode with a gold medal. That's the gold medal won by the women's second Varsity 8 crew. On Friday, the second Varsity 8 won their heat with Williams and Williams-Smith to advance to Saturday's grand final. In the grand final... The second Varsity 8 once again led wire to wire with a time of just under 6 minutes and 51 seconds, defeating Wellesley, Williams, and Pacific Lutheran to win the race. This marks the third straight year the Bates' second Varsity 8 has won a gold medal at the national championships. We caught up with second Varsity 8 Cox and Abby Bierman, who also led the boat to victory last year, to talk about her crew's success. We knew we could get comfortable as long as we got right out in front of them. We could relax a little bit more. So our game plan was definitely along the lines of get out in front of them, trust our like strong base rhythm, and kind of just cruise from there. So, What's your style like as a coxswain? Um, I think I'm definitely a little bit more like scrappier as like a 2V coxswain. Um, I've talked to older coxswains a lot. I get a lot of info from the rowers and stuff so I don't know what my style is but I definitely try to be like a little bit more scrappy a little bit like right in their rhythm right with them having to watch the the first varsity after you're all done what's that experience like is it a little frustrating it's it's hard like you want to be there with them you want to you know cheer them on like so they can actually hear you um and it's it's hard to just stand there on the shore and watch but so it's definitely I think hard more than frustrating did you talk to any of the first varsity eight after they were done or anything? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we're a team. We always have each other's backs no matter what. What were you saying to them? What did they say to you? I mean, a lot of the people in that boat were in my boat last year, and so they were congratulating me on a second year and everything like that. But I was also telling them, like, that was such a good fight. Like, you, something that Bates, like, probably couldn't have done a couple years ago is maintain that fight throughout the piece. So I think it was a really step up for them. What does it say about this program that second overall for the team seems like a disappointment almost? <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely a good thing for our team. Um, it's also a great thing for Wellesley, like the fact that this keeps changing and that it's different each year and the, you never know who's going to come out on top. Like, it's exciting. It's a fight. So that's really cool. You already looking forward to next year then? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then, I mean, next year obviously is going to be a different location. Are you, um, do you know anything about that spot? Oh, I know nothing. Um, I just know it's like a good race course. Um, a lot of big races are there. I've never been there, so it should be exciting. What would it like to have to say goodbye to the seniors so quickly? It's hard. Um, it's always really hard. Uh, last year, it was really similar how they had to catch that red eye to get back to graduation, which is weird and confusing and sad, all mixed up in one. But uh, I just hope they make it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then any other thoughts on this season for the rowing team and what, 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 how you felt about the whole year? Um, I mean, as always, like, I think our team, like, did a really good job of showing our depth all the way down to having that really strong novice eight. 
Um, because of injuries, we couldn't race it at both New England's and ECACs. But I think it was really a really strong season for Bates and just like a really, really exciting program. Head coach Peter Steenstra had this to say about this year's NCAA Rowing Championships. I still feel good about the day, the weekend. It was good racing. Um, I know that even though it might appear as though the varsity underperformed, they really didn't. They went about the same speed they've gone in the past. Um, I think the competition around us improved significantly. So, you know, you look at our, our second aid, and that, that boat got quite a bit faster um, because we brought in um, a, an athlete, uh, Rosemary Kind, who had been previously ill, and she went back into the 1V, which moved uh, Kiera to General O'Brien back down into the 2V, so the 2V gained quite a bit of speed from that. Third year in a row, they've won the gold medal in nationals. I mean, uh, tell us a little bit about what that means to you in terms of the death of this program. It just means that everything's working correctly. Uh, the only thing we need to do is find that top end speed, which really kind of, that comes down to me. That, that's on me. Did Wellesley surprise you at all? No, uh, we, we knew that they were making significant improvement and uh, they, they've got some big athletes in there that are doing really well. So I was expecting them to be quite a bit faster. What was your message to the 1V after, this, after it all ended? I never actually got them back together again. Uh, we, we were focused on the seniors who had to uh, hop town, you know, get on a plane and get back for graduation. I think that's kind of where the focus was. Looking forward, what's the next step for this program, you think? <laughs> Take a little break. <laughs> Take a little break, and, and they'll, they'll get back to work in, over the summer. And then, you know, you look at the 2V again. What do you think they're feeling right now? I mean, they won, but, you know, it was second overall. Yeah, it's part of the routine. You know, it's, it's the second time that this has happened where uh, the 2V won in a very decisive fashion, and then the Varsity 8 came up a little bit short. But, you know, it still was – they were just performing the way that they're supposed to perform, doing their job, uh, getting as many points as they could get. Does it say a lot about how strong this program is that second in the country feels like a disappointment right now? Well, yeah, we've gotten third uh, twice. We've gotten second six times now. and We've gotten first once. So, you know, you go ten times, you come away with nine different uh, trophies, and you feel pretty good about it. Ben Rosen went to the NCAA Men's Tennis Singles Championships and won twice on Thursday to advance to the national quarterfinals. His 6-2, 6-1 victory in the round of 32 on Thursday made Rosen the 12th All-American men's tennis player in program history, and he followed that up with a 6-3, 2-6, win in the round of 16. Rosen's run ended on Friday in the quarterfinals with a 6-3, 6-2 loss to Claremont Mudd-Scripps senior and fourth seed Skylar Butts. Bates associate head coach Sam Woods was in Kalamazoo at Nationals, and he breaks down Rosen's performance. Ben's a great kid, and um, going in, I think he was really nervous, but he just trusted his game. And when Ben trusts his game and the strategy that he's been working with all season, he's usually very successful, and he's been working a lot on his conditioning. So despite the fact that he had two tough matches to start Nationals, he was really prepared, and that showed it. He got over his nervousness really quickly, and it, it worked really well, and it's really impressive seeing somebody as a sophomore rise up to the challenge like that. Yeah, because he played at number five singles last year, number one singles this year. What do you notice about his improvement? Um, well, quite simply, he really just put in the work. It was really impressive to see what he did over the summer going into 
the season this year, and he just continued to build on what he had going in or going, coming from last year. And um, and that's what it comes down to is he's obviously a very physically impressive kid, but the work is what makes the difference at the end of the day. And since you were there, give us an idea of the environment at in the NCAA uh, you know, men's tennis singles championships. What's it like there? Um, it's a really incredible event because you have a mixture of team and individuals competing. And um, we got to see some special stuff at this particular event. Um, Bowdoin won their first um, men's national title. And it's a great group of kids and some and, a, and two teams between Middlebury and Bowdoin who are in the finals who we compete against regularly in NESCAC conference. So it was it was good to see that coming out of the conference um, and a lot of fun to, ha to see that environment and atmosphere really inspires you coming back and also um, on the individual during the individual tournament a kid from Kalamazoo um, made it to the finals mm -hmm. and had some really incredible results and despite the fact that it wasn't Ben there competing at the end it was really cool to see the crowd environment the entire college came out to watch him and it really was the sport at its best absolutely so that was cool to have a hometown kid there going to the finals now you mentioned the NESCAC schools there so when you're not playing against them you root for the NESCAC schools uh, I think you have to. They're, um, it's a great group of kids, both with Bowdoin and Middlebury, and um, they work incredibly hard. And as a result, we, were, you know, it's really fun to see them make it to the pinnacle. And you know, it, it's not, it's really awesome to know that we're competing against the best in conference. And then I'll, talk, I'll ask you a little bit about yourself. Uh, you were recently promoted to associate head coach, and so when did you find out? What does that mean for you? Um, it, it's a real honor and it's honestly more of a reflection of the kids in the program than it is of me they um it's a great group and as we continue to grow um coach decided that it was important for us to have um a presence that could travel and recruit independently for the team for either team whoever needs it um, both teams have had an increasing amount of success through the, throughout the years and as you have more success, there's more demands with respect to travel and scheduling, and it allows us to free up and do some of the stuff we've been hoping to do um, moving forward as far as travel and recruiting goes, because at the end of the day, it's all about the kids. Yeah, and speaking of the kids, moving forward for Ben, he's only a sophomore, mm -hmm. over the off season coming up and then into the fall, because you guys have a fall schedule, and then next spring, what does he need to work on, in your opinion, to even take it to the next level? Um, well... <laughs> I, I hate to be boring, but <laughs> he just needs to continue to work. Um, he's going to be abroad in Edinburgh this mm -hmm. fall, which is a really great experience, and we're really always happy to see our student-athletes have that opportunity. Hopefully he'll play some tennis, but, you know, that's not the entire point of the experience. So um, at the end of the day, we're hoping he might, you know, he's worked incredibly hard, so as much as he needs to continue to work, it's also important that he works into some, some um, successful rest. And um, he's... He's got a really great open mind about the entire process and knows what he needs to do and you know it's and knows that each year he's going to have a new role no matter what he did the year before and so it's it's such a pleasure and a privilege to work with a kid like that and and honestly he's one of those types that you you trust that he knows what he's going to need to do and if if he has any questions he's always we're always here all right sam thanks so much for your time talking about a little bit about ben rosen the 12th men's tennis all-american in base history thanks so much thank you Speaking of All-Americans, the Bates track and field teams went to outdoor nationals this past weekend and came home with some hardware. 
Junior Allison Hill claimed her first career All-America honor in her second career NCAA championship appearance, finishing seventh in the 100-meter hurdles out of eight finalists in a headwind altered 14.45 seconds. Originally seated eighth in the event, Hill ran the sixth fastest time in Friday's trials at 14.33 seconds. Sophomore Sally Cisse competing for the first time since April 30th due to her short-term class trip to London erased any concerns about rust on her first attempt in the triple jump, covering 38 feet and 11 inches, the second-best attempt of her career, and just a half-inch short of her own Bates record. On her third attempt, Cisse soared another four centimeters, breaking that Bates record and clearing the 39-foot mark for the first time at 39 feet and one half inch. Cissé and Hill are the 12th and 13th outdoor All-Americans in Bates women's track and field history. And women's track and field head coach Jay Hartshorn joined the Bobcast to recap the team's success at the NCAA championships. Yeah, we were excited to have such a big group with four women and three men. It felt more like a real track meet, which was really exciting. And we had people competing on every day, which was really exciting. So every day felt like a little bit more like, oh, our team is doing this versus other years when it's like this person is doing, um, is competing. Got to ask about Sally Cisse flying directly in from Europe for nationals after not having participated in the final few meets of the year because she was abroad for short term. What's that say about her that she was able to fly in and become an All-American like that? Um, I think we were all really <laughs> surprised, to be honest. Uh, we picked her up. She didn't get in until midnight on Thursday night, and then she just kind of slept, 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 and practiced on Friday and was like, Coach, I don't really remember how to do this. And we said, you know how to do this. You'll be fine. Um, and so I think because there probably wasn't a lot of pressure because we said you can't, you can't come here and have expectations that are maybe beyond what you've been training for. Um, and then it just kind of went well. I mean, she's a good athlete. She's a good jumper. Um, she said she was really sore and tired after, but um, the moment it just kind of things clicked together and in some ways she, there was, there's always luck involved with all this stuff, um, but to go and her first jump be a centimeter under her PR, we were all like, what? Um, and then it just was sort of more fun from there on. Yeah, and then she ended up signing a PR later, of course. And then, um, after Kind of a unique situation with her. What did you tell her about her time um, in Europe uh, before she left, how to prepare to come back just for nationals? Well, she, um, we actually didn't talk about it too much because I sort of felt whatever happens, happens at this point. Um, but she did um, communicate a lot with Coach Calvin and got all of her lifting in. So she was really committed to like part of her training. So I think that really helped. So she was training, but just not the same kind of training. Um, but to be honest, there's sometimes all sorts of reasons that you take big chunks of time off. You know, someone could get hurt and then sort of be coming back for nationals. And so we all joked like, oh, you're well rested. And then immediately after I said, well, don't think you can take the last month off every year. <laughs> you know, like it almost made us feel like, oh, if she can do this having had the last month that she had, then uh, what can she do next year? And so it sort of made us all even more excited to see what happens these next two years. Yeah, only a sophomore, an All-American, both indoor and outdoor in the triple jump, Sally Cisse. Now, Allie Hill came so close at indoors to being an All-American in the 60-meter hurdles. She got it in the 100-meter hurdles. How cool was that in a moment to see her achieve that? Well, it was 
it was sort of even better than that because um, Sally's last jump when we found out she was all American was like the thing that happened directly before Allison's hurdle finals. So it all just happened at like the same moment. So we were all sitting there like, oh, and of course, um, what was really cool was that the triple jump pit and the hundred hurdle start were like right next to each other. So it really was all together as sometimes they can miss meet the throws were sort of a quarter mile away and you had to watch them and it wasn't really, um, you know, available for everyone to see. So that was really cool. And she definitely was like really, really happy when she made the final feeling really relieved, feeling really thankful. Um, and then I think your first final, especially this year was an eight lane track. Next year will be a nine lane track, but it was an eight lane track. You feel a little bit like, I need to finish this race. I need to not mess up. I need to. So there's a little bit of that going into it. Um, and then it sort of immediately the talk was like, okay, so next time I do this, I can probably be a little bit more aggressive and know what it's going to feel like. And then next year it's a nine lane track for outdoors. So you have to really bring it, you know, for the finals. But she was, um, it just really capped off this really great season and she's worked really hard and we were all just, you know, thrilled for her, and she was really happy. And then two other student athletes, obviously, from the women's team are also there. Alexis Dickinson is a senior, her first trip to nationals, and then uh, Jess Wilson, who's been to nationals before for, for indoor and whatnot. So what do you think their experience was like? Um, well, one thing that was really cool, I know they've talked about it before, is that Allie and Alexis were teammates in high school and just really good friends and probably even closer friends now that they're at Bates. So that was really neat that they got to experience that together. And I think Alexis just enjoyed every part of the moment and then it was nice because she was able to still come home and make her graduation so she really had the best of both worlds for that weekend um and then just just had a really really solid season this year it was thursday was a really funky day it was really really hot and um things were pretty so racing wise it was pretty tough you know alan ran the 10k and it was oh my gosh just watching it was really tough um but i think She's just excited about um, sort of more to come because we think we can, that we can do more. And this year she was actually a little bit hurt at the end of the season. So we did a less, um, we kind of thought she was a steeplechaser until she got hurt. And so we had to sort of adjust and she did a lot off of the adjustments that we made um, towards that last five, six weeks of the year. Yeah, I know Jess obviously is one of your runners who also does cross country. And so we're all done with the spring, spring season now with outdoor track. You have the summer vacation and then cross country in the fall. So what do you tell your runners who also run cross country for you this coming fall how to prepare over the summer? Um, well, there, most of them have started training and some are transitioning and will start training. But they're all really excited because we did have a really good track year and I feel like you make a lot of improvement for cross country on the track. And so the track is really, really important. And because the track went so well for us this year, um, then we even feel like I think we can be better than we thought we could be. So I know they're already, they're excited. And this is a, they have to do the next two months on your own. And it's a, a lot of hard work and a lot of discipline, but I think they're all really up for the challenge to know what it's going to be like. Your summers as a distance runner aren't that fun. It's just running and working, and that's kind of it. All right, Coach, thanks so much for the update, and congrats again on the great success there at, at Nationals. Thank you very much. In men's track and field, senior Alan Summerall capped his Bates career with a very impressive ninth-place finish in the men's 10,000-meter run on Thursday. 
He came into the event seated 20th and outpaced expectations yet again, falling just one spot shy of an All-American finish. Meanwhile, sophomore out of D-Ray Faccarini placed 10th in the discus throw and 15th in the hammer throw. Senior captain Nick Margitza capped his Bates career with a 16th place finish in the shot put. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll recap the year that was in Bates Athletics and look forward to the fall. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again in a week on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates, my